Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Celtic Now and Forever podcast with me, Ryan Clifford, the host, and today's guest is Sean Miller. Sean, how you doing, mate? Hi, mate. I'm alright, thank you. How are you? I'm not bad. Uh, just to let you know, I was out with Sean at the weekend. Two's a bit rough still, so going through the uh, the weekend's game, Sean. Uh, Livingston started off with a three-two-one, uh, just to get uh, the three points and a good result in the end. Three points is all that matters, mate. And at the end of the day, but. As of performing wise, it was fucking, it was shit. I've seen the full match. Um, we just didn't, didn't kind of look up for it. It's just so slow. Um, just no, no, the same Celtic. It's we're scoring goals, but we're also conceding goals, Ryan, as you know. And it's it's too many shit, shit goals, and it's unnecessary goals as well. Which it's not, it's not good. Uh, it's I watched uh, Scott Brown's presser as well for all day and. He's obviously saying, I we're conceding goals, but we're scoring goals. But you know, you're a regular goalkeeper, and if your defence is conceding goals, it's it's not really a good sign. Um, especially against teams like Livingston and Hamilton and Simon. That's guys, teams we shouldn't really be conceding against. I know you're going to get the old goal, but again, Ajeti, um, he started the game and he scored, but you can't really be counting on guys to score more than we're conceding all the time. Um, like it was good to keep the three five two, but he's making changes again and again. It's just as you say, it's not the same Celtic. I know, mate. I know. I'm glad about the three five two. I know. I think yeah, it's, that's the best tactic, definitely. Um, as of a JA, I think a JA should start every game. He's scored every game. Um, Maybe you're there, eh? He's um, him and Edward up front would just be would, would be absolutely frightening. Um. Obviously, it'd be Griffiths coming back, Clamara's coming in and doing bits and bobs, but I would say Ajayi and Edward is what you can look to. Um, about the conceding goals, um, I'm the same as you, mate. It's, it's I was scoring them, but it's not good enough at the moment we're conceding, especially when you're seeing the other mob um, go all the games without any goals getting scored into them. It can kind of catch up in the end, kind of, and goal difference. So, we've got to get back to our clean sheets again, hopefully, get this defence tightened up. This is is you're not really about to downgrade. Obviously, you're still unbeaten and you're near the top of the league. And after Rangers, Rangers fans were saying we were going by eleven points behind, and again 
you're talking, you're just in a talking on the park, but I think as fans you want to maybe start getting a, I know you've only five or six goals against us, but it's against teams you shouldn't be conceding against, um, and it's not even like, apart from the second goal, the goals are stupid mistakes, it's not like teams are having to work past us and pass three and four or five pass in the box, it's just, I think we've just got to do a lot better, and then... I just for me, I think Ayers just again. I know it's a, it was a soft penalty in the end, but I think if an Asian one bid was to come in, if it is 15 20 million, I think if you've got a replacement, I would sell him personally. Oh, I would sell him in a heartbeat. Ayers, I don't think he's the player he thinks he is. Um, my thoughts are kind of the same in Julian. I think Julian is that bit better than Ayers, but I don't think he's the, the player that he thinks he is. See, I think that if he has somebody next to Julian. Who liked Duffy, but if you'd freed somebody like Julian to part on him, I think he'd be a better player than he is way higher. I would love to see a, a young Scottish boy get a chance, maybe Wilshire, uh, even to see, see how well that boy Fortunes is it, perhaps? Uh, He's then uh, young Scottish centre back. Um, I would I'd give one of them a chance, maybe. Uh, uh, if I bid him for Ayer, as you said, I would, I would let him go in my heartbeat. I would let him go. He's, he's no. He's, he, He's up and down, he's clearly hot and cold, he's no the player that he thinks he is and for, for his presence alone he should be he should be winning every battle, um, he does, you name it, and it's just the silly, silly mistakes he makes, keeping the ball away, his homeboys, uh, sloppy tackles, like, like I said, I'm not going to take too much half silly because we are, we only beat Aberdeen or game we've all been two points clear, so it's good news, we've won every game, well, well the, the draw, but... Um, just don't want to be too harsh on him, but I don't think I is. Uh, I don't think he's good enough, and I would, I would, in a heart, I would just bite the horn off. You see, man, if they want to bid 20 million for Ayer. I think I'd agree with you there. Um, as long as we've got somebody else to come in, maybe half the price, maybe six million, five million pound defender come in, I think, as a, as you mentioned, the boy Welsh, give him a chance. Um, i seen the day they've sent out the boy McEnroy on loan to Dunfermline again. He's kind of think he was a captain of the development team. Could he have stepped up and played in their games? We don't know. He's about alone. But back to Ayer for the, the penalties. In the day, I know it's, it was soft, but you know yourself, we've all played football. You don't slide tackle with your horn up. It's, nah, it's silly. It gives the referee a, an option to book your, your penalty. And these days, you don't know what you're at these days. Um, but again, I might have gone to kind of the, the back three. I know Taylor played at left wing, but you know, you know, really want to dig your own players out. But he's no good enough. I think we've seen now that he's no good enough. SPL Europe, sorry, even against Hamilton and Samarni, it's. I said in the podcast last week, I know that I, I wish you made a drink again every time Taylor passes the ball back. We take a drink because yeah. I, I think we would all be, we'd all be steaming because it's all the time. Um, I just think we need competition there. We need to buy our left back. I think he plays like a, like a holding midfielder, doesn't he? Like a, you just get the ball and doing a simple pass no. back or pass to the side, whereas he's got to be. He did, don't get me wrong, he is an attack fullback, but you see, see that shape coming backwards and all that when there's, there's 30, 30 yards worth of space it's, in front of you. And it's frustrating to watch, isn't it? Because you're making the moves to go forward and then you're going back again. It's I just know. like. What's the point in building to go back? You're building to go forward. Your teammates are flying forward, being, and you're doing a, a shaky back turn. But 
I don't know why. I, I kind of don't know why Celtic got rid of John Gay. I think they'll be kicking themselves now. Um, again, he was, he was it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but he, he came on and he done a job. Uh, he played left wing. He played played centre mid for Celtic before. Uh, stuck at all games. Um, he's played left back. I think he's brought left back. I, I really, I really like seeing him there because he goes. He's no hesitation. He's through every ball. Pulls it back out. He, Attacks, he liked to go forward. He's, I thought he was cracking this early. Even, even when he was a Scots player, I think he made mistakes. I think, as well as that, they let go Johnny Hayes and Simonovic, and they've not replaced him. Yeah, no. I, I thought Simonovic was a strange one. I know he had dodgy knees, but why let a guy go when you had an option to sign a guy and you're not at cover? I don't know why you would release a guy when you're not getting any cover. It's the same with Johnny Hayes. You've let Johnny Hayes go. I know you've let Bolly go, but that situation is kind of Celtic horns, but and you have no sense of replacement, so it's, I see that, I've said before, I think Barry Douglas would be perfect for us, again, I know he'd maybe get injuries, but I think if you get 25 good games at a Premier League now, Premier League left back, I think, who's he released? Leeds, but he's not really playing, yeah. so I think, I, I, I've not really seen much talk about any other left back, no, but, I've not seen that, mate. I've not seen any sort of, Interest, Celtic put in there. I know they got the interest in that young boy, Hickey. He's away, he's at the longer, so he's a right back, is he? I think he's a right back, but he can play um, both, I think, one or two. Uh, aye, but I've not seen any other sort of interest in, in any players. I know they were, what position is that boy for Charlton? Um, I think he's a right wing back or right back. I don't know why they're doing that. They've got, they've got he, he plays at full back anyway. Aye. Aye, Tom, uh, be from Paul, I think he's I think he's different gravy the boy. Um I just think he is he is a an attacking fullback and he's the his delivery might not be it might not be perfect but he's getting any positions and it's gaining the attacking options. For me, you look at that side and you look at Taylor, it's a total different they're total different players. He's gaining you the fall the bombing forward. Taylor's only going forward so much and then he's turning back and as we've said there, it's, it's frustrating. I think from Pong, he gives you something different, especially off the bench. I know it's against St. Mon. It was, again, Lennon's came out and saying that it was high intensity, it was good performance. I didn't see that, but then when from Pong came on, as soon as he came on, he got kicked right away. He's, he brings that into the into the team, and I think he's maybe a guy who probably could play. I know you've got El Hamid as well, but I think no matter who plays at that side, I don't want you to get any any qualms about who plays. Who they two? In my opinion, Frim Pong's got to be there. I'll be on the right hand side. Um, the boys, boys, it's just full of beans, isn't he? He's, he's up and down that that right hand side. He's, he's not scared of a tackle either. The boy, you can take a tackle. He's fast as fuck as well. Aye, um, really quick. Uh, the uh, playing there, I don't. I, I think it's uh, like started playing him on the right hand side because he get covered on the right for that guy mm. from Ibrooks last night. And he was superb. Then after that, I don't think uh, he had his injury and since he came back, he's not really that well. But against Scotland, he was, he was, he was very good at centre-back. Then I think maybe him, uh, Duffy and Julian at the back could... could, could See, yeah, I'd, I'd, kinda, I'd have no qualms with that. Because obviously against uh, Lemieston, Frimpong I thought was, if you've seen the game, it was superb. Um, but again, sloppy mistakes at the back. And this, I know the second goal, right? You do a goal yourself, so you can speak about the goalie, but... I just thought it was a good. I just thought it was a good strike. Um, for me, if I was a, if that was me as a striker, 
I just think I've, I've scored a worldie, um, but I don't know about the goalkeeper, Sean. Um, I've kind of, I watched them, instead of signing them, I watched a couple of videos, but as well, as well, like it's on YouTube, it just shows you good things, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, God, what the video they, what else that came in in a Bangura and all that? Bangura. Colin Gazin Richards. Carlton Colin, no? But, um, I, he's, his first couple of games, mate, I've, he's kind of, um, I, I like watching opposition in that as it's like, I've, mm. I've played played in goals for years myself and played with your old man he was my he was my coach and that and he used to be my, my goals coaching and stuff and uh, I, so like, I do like to look at the detail of the goalkeeping but I, I, I don't think he's Celtic again I could be talking too soon but looking just now see the wee ones where it's like basic that I dive down to the mm. keep all the boy we've got a party like away and uh, he's getting to safety but he can keep his just need to have things that we can catch it instead of like just rather punching it or palm it away. Um, it's everything else. His kicking seems brilliant. His short stopping seems really good. Um, it's just just. Doing just a wee minor details. Aye, but that could it, come. It won't make you to be a top goalkeeper. Well, I think he obviously he's he's really he's, apparently his English is very good and all, and that's another plus why Celtic signed him. Um, he lived in Holland or something and he was brought up learning English or something with Lennon's I think, but, um, I don't know if he is Dutch. Is he Dutch? Or, uh, I don't know if he's, he's Dutch headed anyway, he's something to be, I don't think, I don't know if he is fully Greek, I'm not sure. Or he, or he was born in Holland or something, uh, but it was definitely he's Dutch yeah. and he's... But um, he's, he's, I don't know, still, well, we're only like five, six games in, so we've got a, we've got a lot to, a lot to see him, but... Um, and Scott Bain, obviously, he's a, if need be Scott Bain's there anyway, he's happy just coming in and doing a job when needs to, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Mary Barkas, because he's, he's no, he's no, at the moment, he's no day, I wouldn't say he's doing it for me, I would have feel quite nice comfortable with Foster and goals. Aye, well, I think Foster, I think he's kind of, I think he's kind of butt his own ass with saying he not want to come, and then Southampton are saying, well, we don't want Erlman, and now he's got a dilemma, so... I, 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 I don't actually know where he's I've not seen any rumours where he's going to go I think obviously we, we coming out as of no one confirmed Celtic and Southampton were happy in a deal and Foster wasn't um, so he's now sitting on the first cut of games he wasn't even on the bench for Southampton he's, I think he was on the bench last week um, doing absolutely nothing he's obviously happy just sitting on it and it's 60, 70 grand a week sitting on his arse when he could yeah. be in a fucking Legends book up here but that's his street point of business now, and I don't think he would be welcome back at Celtic anyway if they're basically publicly saying he doesn't want me to come back. So, fuck him. <laughs> I, I would go with you there, mate. Um, a few players could have probably side and as you say, go for, go for 10 and be legends, but again, we've got Barkas and as a kind of pricey tag for Celtic to pay, so I think fans are maybe expecting too much right away. Um, but again, as you said, the could be a slow burner. He's got the kind of basics, maybe right, but we details here and there um, that you've obviously noticed yourself. And get back to that, the goal scorers again on Saturday: um, McGregor, Ajeti, and who else scored the other goal again? Ajeti, McGregor, and I'll go back in a minute. Um, but the first goal, uh, Christy, man, Christy. The first goal again, McGregor, what a very good finish. Um, I know it took a wee bit of deflection, 
Um, then Greg Taylor did put a good ball in for Christie. probably not a good thing on the full game, to be fair. But Christie scored, and obviously, I, 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 I want to talk about the actual move for a Jetty's goal. I don't think that's getting spoken about enough. There was some counter attack playing, and the charm, what, I, I've, he's probably my favourite player. I think the guy's outrageous. Forrest. No, I'm the man that I off. Again, I, I don't, I don't hate him. Hate him. I just think that he can offer you so much more. But I don't think he, I don't think he gives you enough. I, I know his stats will say I'm talking one lot of shit, but if I watched him for a game. He flatters. Aye, it's. I know he scored a good either, but I've had fucks he's scored either. When do you see James Forrest actually get him the ball? Do you know what I mean? But I kind of want to talk about that goal for Jetty. I don't think it's, it's getting actually spoke about. I thought it was. And the champ was running past, it was, and his finish was unbelievable. For me, he's a striker. I think that's, that's a hard finish to. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot. And Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. They turn and finish. It's a very hard finish to get right. And I think the guy's a, he's a born goal scorer. You can see uh, that. Well, I, I, I'm the same. Don't agree with you, Scotland. Um, I, think, I think we've got a steal with him. Five million quid, four years. Um, again, you said probably not selling them on as, as we do nowadays, but... Uh, I think he's fucking brilliant, man. See that he's, he's the, he can hold a ball up. Uh, he's, he's so quick at just turning and getting a shot off. Nine times out of ten, he's hitting target. Look, he's, he's coming off the bench, having one shot and scoring the goal. And it's no, it's no different season goals and all. But seeing him starting, he's obviously he is looking that bit sharper. As as you said, with the he's turning that, he's doing his movement and obviously taking players away, creating space and stuff. But um, I and Charms and Charms just he's a different passer. It's hard. It's hard with Celtic. I don't. I think we're kind of. We don't know what our guys got in yet because the middle of the park's always going to be spoke about. Should Christie be dropped for Charm or should Brown maybe start yeah. getting? But I think Brown, basically for the dressing room, needs to stay on the pitch and a leader. That's what he's been. See, I've kind of says I think for especially old farm games, he's got to play in the old farm games. I think. Maybe no, I don't know if it will be the same this year, but it's been the same in the last few years. If Scott Brown controlled midfield, Celtic won the game. I just thought that if Scott Brown was on the game, he controlled it, and I just thought that the game just flowed and we we won the battle midfield, we won the game. I think that was, I think midfield battles are always the same in the old firm. If you win the old firm battle, the, sorry, the middle of the park battle, you normally kind of, you win the game. Um, and I think, talking about back to a jetty, he sees he's getting fitter and he's getting quicker and sharper. And I think that I, I'm agree with you. I think he's a steal. Uh, so I played up front myself and scoring goals. People think it's hard. It's fucking no hard. It's it's a bad word. My back, my day, but now I'm finished. But some days, but as a striker, like see, get scoring your debut and scoring the first two or three games, it gives you so much confidence. It doesn't matter what level you play it because I can make that. I played twenty ones with Arsenal twenty ones, and my first I I I got one goal for Arsenal right, and then I I got like, my leg back, my broken leg. But I played about ten games and didn't score, and I was done. Like, I'm sh- I'm shite, and people the manager said, "Oh, we know what you can do, just sort of a bit." As a striker, for somebody to tell you to relax and finish, it's 
it's hard, so I can kind of, for him to start off the way he's starting off, I think it only blows well for Celtic and him himself uh, scoring goals for the club. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've played with you myself, mate, at Eriston. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's as well, don't mate, I've seen you score some cracking goals, so obviously, got pace and all, but I'm not going to give you a big beat, so. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks> um, as. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think he's brilliant, mate. Uh, has yet to come in and work wonders for us. I think him and Edward, I think, have got to start. Um, I don't know what's going on with Edward anyway. He's, has he been rescued? I'm not quite sure. Is he? Something going on behind the scenes, as it does, you say, like, nobody knows, but um, I would love to see him and Ajeti against Rangers up front. It kind of shows you an order. Griffiths, when Griffiths is fully fit, you've got Kamali, you've got four. Kamali is the jury star, you can't judge a guy, probably he's not really played a four or five games in a row, but just say he can come off the bench and score, you've got four strikers there that can get the goals. And that's
yeah. and hopefully Europe, we'll talk about Europe soon, but I think Europe, he won't help you. Um, but again, if he is injured, you've got a jetty to come in. One of the difference is for if that. Um, again, you've got Rogic coming back. Again, it's I don't I I I'd rather keep him. I want to sell him. I think he gives you something different. I think he's a genius on the ball. I know he, people say he might not be fully fit, but twenty games of Rogic fully fit or four million pound in the bank. I'd take twenty. I'd, I'd personally take twenty games of Rogic fully fit. Uh, I think he's just the. The wizard in he's just some of the goals he scores is unknown, it's sort of like and it's big, big goals he scores. Like you see the one against Rangers, well the, the, the many against Rangers, um the cup final Aberdeen. Um he's just his class, he's just on that left back, he's pops gets something out of nothing, really. And um I will he will he get a fit logic, I don't think he ever will get him playing all season. Um I think he is too injury prone, but I'm, I would be happy with half a season getting, I like to say, maybe 20 games a season, well, 60 minutes, 70 minutes, whatever, whatever he can offer. But during that, he, he does, I think he does do some bit of magic. Because a lot of fans, I know, obviously, sports scientists, and all that stuff, took care of that, but right. Rogic, his body might only be about the last 60 minutes now. And see if it's with Rogers, he was always in two half after 65, 60 minutes. And, People, you don't know that maybe that's what they're telling him, that's all he can play his maximum to again. Or is it because he has just fucking, like me, chocolate? <laughs> no, I mean, is, is he chocolate? Is he got chocolate ankles? Is he just injury prone and he can only play for 60 minutes? Do you know what I mean? But um, I'd agree with you, I'd rather, if it was, I think it was, was it £4 million a move to Qatar or something, I'd rather have one season dinging the football and, and have him, especially even if I had to take him off the bench and give you. 20 minutes, I, I, I think it only bodes well for the, the squad and I think when you actually look at your team and you've got 20 guys who, doesn't really matter who starts, you're kind of happy that they can step in and can kind of play. The midfield is, is frightening. Um, for this level, I think it is for the SPL, only, it's frightening. Only a tight inside of midfield, you've got Roger, you've got Elianusi, Flores, Christie, like that's that's. Top top players, um, it's it's, it's frightening and it's, it's good in a sense. Um, so it's kind of that game's option, but they need. I think they need to know our strongest eleven really needs to get that in Burnley. Um, and take it to there. But I don't think Logic would would be any starting eleven. I mean, I think that Logic would want to see Logic maybe a, a bit part player coming off the bench. Um, because I, I can't see him getting on the bench. Eh, sorry, getting off the bench. Before, like Elianusi and Christie on the bench, or Forrest and that, I think they would bring them on before they bring Logic on. Because it even showed you as much as I, I'm more Forrest's biggest fan, but he is still one of your main players. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he was the bench on in, in Saturday, so see the bench, we can't see Elianusi, Beaton, Forrest, Kamara, Rogic, that's. Um, they guys would hammer other teams in the league. It shows you that people say that we need to strengthen. The only in my opinion, the only place we really need to strengthen is the back. I think everywhere's a winger maybe for competition for Forrest, but you've got Nicky Johnson coming back with injury, so... Another centre-back, I, back, I would say, unless they're going to start maybe giving one of the younger ones a chance, um, but definitely 100% a left-back need. And I, I'm no easy to come back nowadays. See, I, I think is I generally... I, get back to... I think maybe fans... 
no really, I don't really say me personally, but fans are probably thinking too much of Tierney, of how good Tierney was, and we were spoiled how good Tierney was, and then you have Taylor. I don't know if that isn't Taylor's seat. We don't know. We don't know what he is, his mental state is. But does he think that he's got to do this and do this because he Tierney and what, what kind of legacy Tierney left? And, Fans can moan about but Tierney, Tierney was outstanding for us, and if he, can, if he wanted to come back tomorrow, fucking only go woke him up, don't care how much money he paid, he could come up. Um, I thought £25 million was daylight robbery, I think the guys, people talk about Andy Robertson, Tierney's just in the same class as Robertson in my opinion. He's, right. you, see Scott, you see Robertson for Scotland, He's no, I could tell you the last good game Robertson for Scotland. Uh, I generally, uh, maybe a six, 7 out of 10, steady Eddie, but he's no... He's no community shown I'm the best left back in the world, supposedly, but, but I, I, I'm not saying he's no, because he probably is for Liverpool, but we want that for Scotland. Um, yeah, and I just think. It's harder that we had that. Robertson and. Um, he's only there. It's, it's hard and try to get him to play anyway. Too. I know. Uh, so he's trying to work out one of them's on the sort of left centre, and it's. I mean, clearly can. Yeah, job there, but he's no comfortable there. He's, he wants. You see that, can you? I know, I know. So, hi, but for me, I, I, I would. I centre back and left back to two positions that centre back is maybe we take the bonus to set a centre back, but the left back for me or the left wing full back is, as I said last week, I done one myself. I think it's criminal if we don't get a left back in. We've had lockdown to get transfer targets for defence. We've had transfer one day so if we don't sign a left back even if it is somebody else in Scotland I don't know who else we get but just somebody has to get competition for Taylor because that, that could bring on Taylor's game knowing he's not going to be playing every week because mm. when, when Bobby's away now so we kind of need to get that covered um, we all, I think we'll get a left back in before the, the when is the transfer one you open for is it October the 12th I know, I know that English is Start of October. I don't know. I, I might be in the middle. I think when I think when say three weeks or something to go or something. So roughly just to give or take October time. Yeah, October, yeah, and then I think we will get a left back. We'll hopefully just you know sell it because we're <laughs> tight in the end. <laughs> dally dally. So, but for me, I the left back position. Um, can only I like to talk about Noah as much as. Uh, Chris Commons was superb for us as a player and a lovely guy to bits, but for me, I just think when it comes to a bad mouth, Celtic players awful. Um, he's bad mouth, kind of, earlier I said during the weekend, he was kind of bumming up Greg Taylor, saying Taylor's this and Taylor's that, but then he says, talking about Ellen Rush, he's not done, done enough since he's come back and won. But he's not really played continuously to say he ran back, but I think in, my dad's not really. Keon Ellenusi don't see much of him. I think he's brilliant. For what I've seen him, I think he's superb. Um, I don't know what you think of Ellenusi, Sean, but I think Combs is kind of... You really think the guy played for Celtic for what it comes out. He reminds me of Andy Walker. Andy Walker comes out and slaughters Celtic for him. Like, you really think you played for Celtic? You're meant to back your team. Fair enough, Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton slaughters Celtic, but he slaughters him in the native slaughtered. No, just random outburst saying this is going to be better. Um, sort of like a Commons and Walker. Um, everybody knows he plays with Celtic. Um, kind of great players for Celtic, the three of them. But 
I really seen as like five spinning was fans and maybe they're trying to show that they're no or I d I, I really don't know. I don't know what the, the idea is behind that, but I think Collins is a bit harsh and sometimes I think he's just a bit of a, an arse up to his point. <laughs> and um about him during the week. Sorry, the weekend there, sorry. Uh, he's, he's props off. But yeah, uh, I, I don't think he's any any right to to be banned out from uh Illinois. I don't know why Celtic's not starting Illinois either. Gee Forest at the best. Um see how much for Norway he scored. He scored an absolute character for Norway. Peach mate, and I don't I really don't know why he's not starting. We got him back on loan for the season, obviously, which was a, a cut price. Because I think in all that people, the Commons talking about uh, obviously Elanusi. Elanusi moulded a team, beat our team, and Elanusi scored. And I think that's when he kind of Celtic fans kind of took note of him. And so to come out and say that against a guy that, whose team beat you when we should have beat Moulder, because let's be honest, you could beat our friends far off, or you could beat our, we've even, even beat off a lot of shite. And Actually, I know they can't be that part. Are they? Are they? So again, I think that obviously you're not Chris Boyd. Obviously, it's a Celtic podcast. We don't really want to talk about Rangers too much, but we did drop points again. Um, Gerrard's Tavernier, that line Portress, he's a serial loser. Let's be honest, he's a serial loser. He's one for a call. Nothing, no, nothing. So, so if they don't win it in this season, we'll be off. Then it's such, such a. I, 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 I think my dad, I spoke my dad all day. I think Gerard's bought about twenty-four players in two and a half, three seasons. You, how can you? How can you? How can you do that and no win anything yet? Keep your job. Yeah, that's good this this season. I wouldn't believe. I'm not saying good, but they're looking stronger anyway. And I think they'll be ordinary again. Um, but it's just we've just got to do what we do and. Yeah, we'll win, but aye, I'm really like to talk too much about the movie. It was just funny because Boyd won it. You can see I his know, face. I know. It's, like, it's, it's half signed. It's half signed. It's just raging. And Andy Walker was. <laughs> 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 aye, Eddie B. Fucking uh, we fuck it, didn't he? Try to spin it round, man. Oh, aye, and moving on. Eh, uh, Again, don't know much about them, but they get beat off. Uh, sorry, they beat our Sam Reno team. Team for Sam Reno won nothing. Can't really be much talk if that's the case, because let's be honest, Sam Reno football's not very good. Latvian football's not very good either. Don't really hear much about Latvian football, so for me, you should. I know it's away from home, it's a one half tie. They've created a small stadium, only 8,000. They've only been a team since 2015, so. Looking, I know you you probably pick up a coat and sell to be like one to ten or something, but let's be honest, it should be a, a comfortable one. But we'll, we'll just take a one dollar and go through. But we we'll take on that, Sean. Just do you think we're a tough game, or do you think it'll be just a just a, a formality, basically? Certainly, you know, <laughs> probably make it a tough game for themselves. Uh, you know what they like, but 
but nah, it should be a lot more parky if we want that. But again, this is you open it and say like day ten, see them each themselves for themselves with changing fucking tax sheets and whatever else. But as you say, she found it found it in two thousand and fifteen. So it seems five year old. Um, uh, again, I don't know anything about them. I'm just going with your stats here. You've seen you've done your research. Aye, that's, I've only really known that the one guy that's your cool, my home, my, my pombo, sorry. <laughs> that's what you call it. Yeah. Um, he's only got 11 goals. They've played 19 games this year, so he's obviously a goal scorer. But again, I don't know if, I do, I, do you know, I don't even know if they're full time. I don't even know. Um, I would just play the 3 5 2, play your strongest team. If, if Edward's fit, play him. Player two up front and just go and win the game and kind of Guten no put a marker down but Guten say listen we're firing all Sanders now because go away from home and scoring three four five goals against anybody. Also not anybody they play against your Barcelona's PSG it's different but we can go away from home and, and win comfortably. Um, this game got last season we were playing your Copenhagen or that and stuff like that. we should be going away there and winning. Um, I think like it's. The Lennon factor winning away from home, obviously Rogers couldn't do it much. Uh, Lennon's came in, he's, he's done it last year. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Another couple of teams, he's, he's, he's good for getting his result away from home, I think. Obviously, the, it's just a stupid partner about it. Part two, how he ended up getting beat. But um, can you see? Can you see he's not going to play then? And who is it in the next round? Um, it's either Sarajevo or some man. FC Inter, something I don't even know where. It shows you how much. How home for well known there. I think the two teams, I think Sarajevo's probably the team that will win if we get through. And obviously, we've beat Sarajevo before, so it should really be. You've kind of probably got the dream draw to get through to Europa League. If we can't win, the, if we can't go through these two games, then I just. I'm not going to say sack the manager, but the manager's got to get looked at and the players are going to get looked at if we can't. If we can't qualify with these two uh, ties, um, to be fair. Sarah, Sarah, Evo, or... Reading Noist, I don't know about that. Sevier, nah, fucking Noist. See, aye, but it's out of the two, so I think... I've done a wee bit of research on it, and I think out of the two teams, Sarah Evo is the better team. So, but as I say, we have kind of got the dream draw to get through. Um, We could have got a lot harder teams. Um, North the Rangers have, they've got a tough tie and all got through to be fair Aberdeen they've got Sporting Lisbon um, next Rangers have got Wilhelm and Wilhelm Tway uh, so that'll be a hard game then if they beat that they've got a pass they hard to spot so they've got a tougher way to go I don't want to say easy teams because as you say we can we can mess it up and balls it up um, but I just think if one gets his tactics right 3-5-2 strong team I don't think we should have any problems. Um, but I just think that we're kind of going to make up for the Ferenc Varos. I think we've got to go through the group stages and hopefully have what we did last season, Lazio and beating teams like that. And I agree with you when it comes to Lennon. I think Lennon's tactics in Lazio and at home were spot on. Um, so I went the PSG game. I didn't go to the game. I was, I was in France watching the game and I went to the Leipzig game when Rodgers been charged in their games and away from home in Barcelona he was playing with he was kind of playing with like two up front with like two winners I'm like what the fuck are you doing away from home playing St. Clair in Forest and yet why just flat five and just defend and 
I think that's what we should be doing, and I think Lennon gets tactics spot on. And I think if we do that again this year, I'm not saying we'll be world beaters, but I think we'll be harder to beat. Aye, aye, aye. Like a wee in Europe again. Um, we done well last season to put that group, especially. No doubt she got in that group, she thought they were fantastic, but um, it's just different when you're fans there and all, and it's it's obviously to the Mr. fans at home, European nights, <coughs> but I'll just take it as it comes, mate. So I think that's, I, I don't know if that's the thing as well, what about the home games and the fans? I think that's, I, I don't think people realise how big a factor fans are in football, because I watched, obviously I watched the Rangers game with Sunday, um, that was, it was dead slow, and I think, but I watched it on, obviously, people say they don't watch survivals, listen, we all, we all watch survivals, getting beat in draw games, so, I did watch it, and obviously, because I'm doing the podcast as well, I watch it, and I read my research, and watch games and stuff, and the game was dead slow, and the fans, the fans pass you on, you play football yourself, and see if you've got a crowd inside the park, it does make you, you want to play better, and you have a bit of banter with the crowd, and, uh, encourages you just and you do something right and you're hearing uh whether it's a few hundred or a few thousand fans cheering for you give you that wee boost and I think it's missing in the see like and other teams you see the results are fundamental now. So um aye. And then obviously uh Europe I get it and done with during the week. Um I might have talked about the women's team as well. Also, they are they are full time now. Um, obviously, I think Rangers have gone full time as well. But I think we were the first team to do it. They start back on eighteenth October. Uh, the first league match between Hibs is eighteenth of October. If anybody wants to see kind of first Hibs new fans, see what I was going to see people go and watch it. And they can't because again, I don't know if I don't know if you can maybe watch for the. I, I know the K part. I don't think you actually watch the K part. I'm not really sure, but. Again, they've kind of signed three, uh, three people again, and I think with the sounds yet, they've done a bit more research, so three kind of good signings. Um, Megan, obviously for Houston Dasher, they're quite a decent team in the women's team in America. By all accounts, it shows it kind of shows a bit of intent for what they've been, been reading about her. Um, Caitlin Hayes, a commanding centre-back for Lewis team, the championship, English team. Um, the manager was also Fran Alonso. He did manager there, so... She's kind of teamed up with the old manager and also extended a loan for Anita Marcos, uh, kind of exciting talent for the they did. Um, I think that kind of, she'd be getting that type of talent for the women's game in Scotland. I think that's pretty decent. Um, for what I've read up, again, I don't know much about the women's football, but for what I've been reading about and people are, a lot of kind of the women fans you know, on Twitter and stuff are quite excited about the signings and for what the manager was saying, they're quite happy with kind of what they brought in and Obviously, Sean, you know, kind of somebody plays the women's team and she's done some good stuff with you. And I think it only bodes well for kind of Celtic as well that the name Celtic's out there in the women's game and the women's are getting that opportunity to show kind of that they are good at football and they can play for a big club. Like that. I think it's really good that the Celtic are meeting full time and obviously getting the funding to get in there. And obviously, it's, I think it just bodes well for the Scottish game, for the Scottish, women, uh, the Scottish women's game as well. I know, I think, um, I think I'll just try to put it on the map, didn't you? Because it's happening everywhere else. Um, in America, it's, it's massive, women's football. Um, in England, it's just getting bigger and bigger now as well. And they a team like Celtic. Um, I think the women's team's got to be well-taken, got to be professional status. 
um, things are a bit embarrassing about anything else. Um, I don't know too much about the players. I know one player, uh, Jodie Barco, and she told me when she when she played for Coventry, uh, she played against Fran Alonso, that's the manager, and uh, the women. She played against him, uh, his old team in Spain, when she played for Coventry, and. Uh, he told her after that match what he liked as a player and stuff, and then he ended up getting a job at Celtic and he's brought Jodie up from Coventry. Uh, Jodie's brilliant, she's done, um, uh, done me a couple of favours. Obviously, my, my best mate, he um, recently passed away, and Jodie brought. Um, she got sorry to hear that, mate. The women's team uh, to sign a card for his family and stuff. Uh, so, and from the manager, so that was, that was nice here. But, um, and as a when I talked to her on Instagram and stuff, and she um, as she tells me, she tells me it's been brilliant. I they're, they're all pleasant to get back to, it and I think it's just gonna really gonna show show uh, live games and stuff as well a bit more this season. So I think it's gonna get a lot more like people involved, and uh, it'll only get bigger. I think in the country. So again, I know because of the situation of the fans, it's as it a bit kind of crap as well that people can go and watch it because I. I, I, I don't know if they charge for women's football again. I don't know if they charge and watch it, but even if it was a five or whatever, see if you stay next door, you would you would go and watch some football. You know what I mean, it's just to go and see what's out there. And I think that it's a shame that fans kind of go and watch it and obviously take their stock in the game and kind of see what's actually out there. There is really good women footballers out there, and I think as good as you say, it's good to sell taking full time. I think that. Obviously, Scottish football, it's hard for every team to be full-time, but Celtic Rangers have got the money and the stature to give the kind of women's ranks, more money and make them full-time. I think it will only make players better than give them more, how do I say it, but the stature to bring better players in, as you say, for strikers for, for Madrid, and I think that's just going to bode well for the future. Ah, well, apparently that manager's um, he's, he's pretty well known in Spain, um, and he's been a, been around coaching for quite a while, and uh, most of the players he's bringing in have been really good. I think uh, they they played the other night, didn't they? And they won. They won. A fairly win, aren't Um, and yeah, he's kind of. So I think it'll only get bigger, and it'll, it'll attract a lot of a lot of more people wanting to get involved as well, which which is probably good for Scotland. Definitely, mate. Well, that's all done for this week, Sean. I enjoyed that, mate. Good to get a wee chat with you. And we're back next week in our podcast on Celtic Now and Forever. Cheers, Sean. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.